Hello and happy holidays, everyone. This is the last episode of More Than Work for 2020. And first of all, I just really want to thank you if you're listening right now, because you've probably listened to other episodes. And if you haven't, and this is your first one, then thank you for being here and introducing yourself to the podcast now. There are some awesome episodes that I really hope you go back and listen to. I'm really proud of what happened this year in the first 13, which I'll talk about all of them during this chat. This one's just going to be me, so it's a little different than some of the other episodes where I usually interview people, as most of you probably know. So let me just get into it. We're at the end of 2020, which really for everyone has been a tough year. I don't think there's anyone who would say this was the year they had planned going into it. But I think, as I talked about on Thanksgiving, there are pluses and minuses to it. And I think that there were some good things and then there were some not so good things in this year. And I don't really have to get into what the bad things are. I think they're unique for every person. I know I've been fortunate. I've been able to keep my job, for example. I was able to move to London. Yeah, of course, I didn't travel like I thought I would. I thought I'd do all this stuff and I didn't do that. But I did end up doing this podcast, which for me, has been the most rewarding thing. I have 946 listens right now as I'm recording this. That's overwhelming to me. I mean, yes, there are 13 episodes, so that's not quite 100 people per episode, but if I round really up, <laughs> you know, it's getting close. But I'm really excited because I'm going to add 1,000 listens with this episode, I'm pretty sure, if everything trends as it's supposed to. And that just means... A, a thousand times someone started the podcast and listened to it and gave me their time. And time is one of our most valuable things that we all have to give. We get paid for time at work. Often we don't have time to do a lot of things. So really 946 downloads and listens of this podcast. That's amazing. And I was hard on myself at first. I'll be honest with you, the listener. I was hard on myself because I was seeing some other people who launched podcasts at almost the same time doing way better than me. And then I realized, no, I'm serving my purpose. My purpose was to tell people's stories and to tell my own story and to make an impact on others. I've gotten several messages. They mean a ton to me. I've gotten messages saying that's exactly what people needed to hear or that they just thought it was awesome that they got a chance to listen to that person. Each one of my podcasts I've gotten feedback on. Some of the people I interviewed I know personally and I've known for years and some I only met very recently. And in any case, I think they're special people and I'm glad that you do too as listeners. Let me just do a wrap up really quick of my year, I guess, from the perspective of this podcast. I had a website I wanted to build and I spent about a year wanting to build it and I didn't do it. And this is the third website I've had, but uh, I think it's the best one. My friend Rob is an amazing designer, and he's just been my creative partner, really, and I didn't think of him that way for a long time. I just thought, oh, it's my friend, but he actually is a creative partner of mine, and he's helping me get my vision out there. So I did a, the Squarespace site, he designed everything, and I'm really proud of the site that's up there. I'm not proud of the fact that I haven't blogged, really. I've written like two blogs, and I really meant to write more, but it's just not something I got to this year. And I'm hearing a lot of people still saying 
they didn't do anything. Like, you did so much, I did nothing. Well, you did what you had to do for you. That's what I think. I was talking to a friend at work about that. You did what you had to do for you to survive this thing. For me, it was creating a podcast and it was doing my comedy and making a website. Those are the things I needed to do. But if you, for example, needed to make sure your family was okay and you needed to just work and make sure your family was okay and make sure that you were okay, then that's perfect and you did what you were supposed to. So even me, like, I know it seems that a lot got done in 2020 from my perspective. I also didn't achieve everything I wanted to. I didn't lose weight. I didn't end up exercising as much in the end as I wanted to. I rode, I think, 1,500 miles or so. I'm not sure what it was in the end on my bike, which is more than I've ever done any year of my life. But I also gained weight. So, you know, I didn't achieve everything I wanted to. And I think it's important to celebrate your wins and to make sure you honor yourself and your hard work and everything you cared about and not to focus on the things that you didn't do and just have them be improvements you can make next year. And I'm not saying this as someone who comes from a place that's always that positive. I actually come from a place that's quite negative a lot of the time, but I think it's important to have people around you or who you talk to that remind you that it's important to also honor the positive things. So that's what I'm trying to do for you. I started with one podcast host and now I changed to another one. I had to reintroduce myself to how to edit podcasts, so I'm using GarageBand for that. I use Squadcast to record. So this is just all kind of cool stuff I learned. If anyone out there is thinking of starting a podcast, again, I know you probably heard my Anchor ad, but let me know and I'm happy to talk to you about what I've done. I just want to talk through each episode really quick. So the first episode was just me talking much like this. I did get good feedback on it. That's why I'm doing another one like this. If it's not something you want to hear, there's an email address you can let me know. Episode two was Shawnee Badger. I met Shawnee when I was doing volunteer work for the Democratic Party in Southern California. And she's quite a bit younger than me, and she just was a force of nature. And I can say a force of nature because she's vegan, so she's more nature than a lot of us who are eating a lot of <laughs> stuff that's just animal processed stuff. But Shawnee's great. She's constantly striving to be an activist and make a difference in people's lives and also do her art. I actually purchased some of her work for Christmas and some painting classes. She's doing Zoom painting classes. So if you ever wanted to paint, you should contact her. She'll teach you for a reasonable amount and you can learn how to paint. But Shawnee... That was my first interview. That was the first time I'd interviewed anyone in about 10 years other than for job interviews. And it was really rewarding to get to share her story. And then we have Alice Lasad. I have a very personal connection to multiple sclerosis, which is the disease that her nonprofit impacts. They provide bicycles to people who have MS, who want to participate in the cycling events they also do other things they fundraise through ironically since i had the vegan on the first episode they fundraise through barbecues and in texas so i like the whole dichotomy of having these two people back to back but alice does great work i've benefited i've had a bike it got me back into cycling so that was just a great episode for me and it was awesome to get to talk to someone and thank them 
for the difference they've made in my life. Then we had Chris Spade. Chris and I go way back to when I was in college and he was just out of college. And we've had some great times. I heard a couple of people say it was just like listening to two friends talking. And the reason for that is because it was two friends talking. But we've seen each other grow over the years. And so I have admired the fact that he was in one career and it was his dream. And it didn't work out exactly as he wanted. And he realized it was maybe his dream to tell stories, but not in that way. And, and he chose to go another path. Renata Sahajian, she's been there for me so many times she's been there with with me in a half marathon a a story you heard in the bonus episode she's been with me almost every step of the way with the ms society and now she's doing amazing work again with life aid which benefits first responders and veterans i encourage you to listen to that episode if you have any interest in getting involved with an organization that's one that's really great to get involved with One thing I like about all of these so far is just the organizations they represent, too. I did a bonus episode. I won't really talk too much about that. It was just a filler for one week because it was just something I wanted to share, and it was a good break just to introduce myself a little more to listeners who probably don't know me. And then we had Charmin in episode seven. She does yoga as a personal practice, but also applies that to business. She's a very disciplined person. I am not that disciplined. I don't know that I ever will be that disciplined, but her words resonated for me quite a bit. And actually I've been really thinking about some major life decisions I need to make. And I've been applying some of her practices that I read about and just thinking and things, thinking of things in a different way. I, again, encourage you to check that out. I think you'll at least feel at peace by the end of that. Jeff Novich joined me on November 11th, which actually we talked right before the election in the U.S., but I published it on the 11th of November. Jeff and I worked together at a car service in New York, and Jeff constantly blew me away because he had ideas for features for an app, and he could just build them. I'm one of those people who's been in technology for years, but... I'm really not technical. I mean, I know enough to get myself in trouble with people. I know enough to build a Squarespace website, but I don't know enough to just build an idea. I can describe an idea. I can test an idea. I can't build it. And I just really like how he's always just been someone who can envision and make. And he has a good perspective on parenting, so I think parents would really love that episode too. Episode 9, this was a bucket list episode for me. Is with Chad Moses from To Write Love on Her Arms. This organization made such an impact on me at a time when I specifically went looking for an organization like them because of personal struggles I was having with depression. They were there for me in a digital way. They were present at music shows that I was going to. And I really had on my bucket list of people I was going to interview when I started the podcast someone from To Write Love on Our Arms. I had their founder listed. I scored the interview with Chad. Their publicist was very kind. She knew I didn't have many followers. And Chad was very kind. He knew I didn't have many followers, but they decided to give me a chance to talk to him. And I will always be grateful for that. I have a couple more bucket list items, but the fact that I was able to 
in my first 10 episodes, get an interview with someone and introduce an organization that is so important, especially in these times. So important was just a blessing. And Chad is just an amazing guy. I don't know how anyone could listen to that interview and not just love him. So again, this is a tough time of year. If anyone is struggling, they're a great organization to look at. I did another solo episode for Thanksgiving. It goes through a gratitude exercise. So anyone can listen to that. It's a short one like this one will be. And then you have Darren Frankie, who I interviewed. He's got a book coming out called The Savage Leader. This is like a free executive coaching class, basically, this chat. What I love about chatting with Darren is I was able to state some of my ideas around leadership and hear what someone who's really an expert in leadership thinks. I've studied especially servant leadership for quite a long time. It's been something I'm really passionate about. So it was nice to be able to hear from him. Also, he talked about an organization he volunteers for. So we were talking about one thing and ended up on another subject. And I just think it's great because I think it's amazing how so many people are really working to make an impact in their communities. I think community service is one of the most important things we can do. When I interviewed Carrie Ann Payne, it was a lot of fun because we participated in a, I guess, retreat together in October. There was very few times when you could travel during COVID, and we stayed in the UK. Both of us chose to do that. We're both living in London. And so I met her, and when I met her, she didn't say who she was, but then slowly everyone found out who everyone was through Google searches or just word of mouth. And Carrie Ann, we found out, was an Olympic swimmer, Olympic uh, silver medalist swimmer. So I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm not really an athlete, so now I'm going to go do these athletic things with this Olympic athlete. Amazing. But anyway, she she's so cool. She was super, super nice on that trip. And when I found out that she had transitioned into coaching and she was really, what I think is really good at it just because she coached me a few times to help me through a few situations where I was just challenged really physically to do these activities. Uh, I couldn't wait to talk to her and I was so glad she agreed to do it. And the last one of the year, Miguel Benuelos, he's so cool. Uh, Miguel and I talked for longer than I thought. When I first started doing this podcast, I thought I'd do 45-minute episodes. That was my goal. Not realizing or thinking about the fact that I'm a talker and the fact that I might be talking to talkers and also the fact that you can't really control the exact time a natural conversation takes. I don't really send a bunch of questions out to the people I'm interviewing before I interview them. I ask them to send me information that they want me to be aware of that maybe I wouldn't just find or let me know if they have anything to talk about specifically other than what I've already presented to them that I wanted to talk about and why I wanted them on the show. So I know in some cases people get a whole list of questions. They know what's going to come. I just can't predict where our conversations are going to go. And in every single one, I can say they've gone somewhere. Even when I'm recording these episodes on my own, I already deviated off of my script. So Miguel's was longer, and it was a lot of fun. And I was really happy, too, to just be able to introduce some cultural discussions as well. So thank you to my guests. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you for being generous with your information to everyone because I've gotten feedback on every single interview and every single interview has impacted someone in some way. What's coming next? 
Well, I've already got some interviews set up. I've already recorded one, but I'm just going to take a couple weeks off. I've seen other podcasts do it. I think it's okay. I think it's time I need just to get some things done on my website and to work on some other things with marketing and just making sure my podcast is set up really well online. So I'm going to take a couple weeks off and I'll be back. And I've got the creator of a chocolate company. She's the chocolate maker. She's a lot of fun, so I'm going to be having her on. We already did our interview, actually. I'm going to have a virologist on. What is that? Well, that's someone who studies viruses and probably other things. I'll find out exactly. I'll talk to her about what that means. But she's been busy with COVID, and she also does comedy, and she also presents on television. So it's going to be really cool. I'm hoping to have a couple more athletes on as well, people who have day jobs but then do athleticism outside of that and work with Special Olympics or work with jiu-jitsu students. So I am hoping those are on. I'll probably have a labor union leader as well. These are people that I'm just talking to right now, and I'm hoping to have someone who works in diversity and inclusion. So there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up. If you think you know someone who would be an awesome guest, let me know. Morethanworkpod at gmail.com. If you think I should have asked you by now, and you're like, Rabia, why haven't you asked me? Let me know. Maybe I wasn't thinking of you in that way, or in some cases, I might have been thinking of you, but just haven't gotten around to asking. So, that being said, I'll end with this. Again, thank you for taking the time to be on this. I'll say journey with me. I don't really like to say that, like, oh, what a nice journey. But it's a journey, so thank you for coming with me. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you'll all kind of get a chance to relax at the end of this year and go into 2021 with the expectation that things will be getting better over time. I don't think there's going to be a switch flipped on January 1, 2021, where everything's fine. I think we were thinking that for a while, but now it's not true. So I'm hoping by mid-year or fall, we're able to hug people when we greet them again and that, you know, I can see my family, for example. You can see your family and your friends. But whatever you've done to get through this so far and whatever you're going to do, just take the time to honor that you're doing your best and that just, you know what, getting through each day is sometimes the biggest accomplishment and sometimes you do more and that's how it is. If you like More Than Work, I would really appreciate it if you follow me on social media at More Than Work Pod on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm on all of them. You don't have to follow all of them, but at least one of them. That'd be great. You'll get news. If you can go on Apple and review this podcast and subscribe, that'd be great. I'm also looking for Podchaser reviews. If you don't know how to review, I have a video on YouTube about it. Or you can reach out to me. And then you can subscribe really on any channel. I mean, I'm all all over the place now. I'm even on Pandora, which is pretty cool. So I don't know exactly when I'll come up. Maybe after Elton John one day. I don't know. (laughs) But if you can review, you can subscribe. That'll help me just move up in the rankings and help me get more people on the show, really. Because right now I think people are just you know, taking a a bet on me. 
and that they're spending their hour well by talking to me. And I hope they think so. And I hope you think so. But thanks again for listening. Thanks for being here with me. Happy holidays to those who have already celebrated and to those who have holidays coming up. Happy holidays. And, you know, take care of yourselves.